What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Old Bridge FFL Podcast, episode 23, the final podcast of the first ever Old Bridge FFL season. It is over. The championship uh, happened this Sunday. I know we're a little bit late with the recap. Kurtzman was uh, taking time off. He didn't really want to talk about the loss, but he's here now. He's ready to talk about the game. It's just me, Kurtzman, my dad, Tommy, today. Uh, great season. I just want to start off by saying that. It was definitely a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to Ryan Mork. He called the game with me. That We're putting together a YouTube video. Uh, it should be out probably by sometime next week, I'd say. Uh, we're going to match the audio with the whole video that Edwin sent to you, Kurtzman, right? Yeah. So uh, it will be out on YouTube. It will be like a full game. It will be cool. Uh, look for that next week. But without any further ado, is there anything you guys want to say before we start talking about the game? No, I think we can jump into the game. You don't got nothing now? You want to talk about the game? No, we'll, we'll get into it. Go ahead. All right. So, uh, the final score of the game was what, Kurtzman? Uh, 34-27. 34-27 Cowboys. The Cowboys uh, won the first ever championship. Uh, I guess we could say they were the preseason favorites, right? We yes. thought Everyone thought coming into week one that they were the best team. So, is the OBFFL predictable? Do we think that this, this was a predictable season when you look back on it? No, because I really couldn't gauge, you know, the talent of every team until I saw them play. But after the first couple of weeks, I knew that the Browns and the, and the Cowboys were the two best teams in the league. So you weren't shocked by these two teams being in the championship? Not at all. Kurtzman? Um, I do think, I said before the game, that I think the two best teams in the league were in the championship. Um, I think both semifinal games were close. So obviously there's people that say, oh, the Giants could have made it or the, um, Vikings. the Vikings could have made it. But... I just feel like at the end of the day, really, the two best teams were there. I don't think it was predictable. I think both teams had their ups and downs throughout the year, and it was a great season overall. Uh, yeah, and just to go off of that, I I don't think it was predictable because I honestly thought the Giants were the best team at the end of the season. I thought they were better than both of uh, your teams. I just thought their defense, the way that the league was played, like the league's at, the, the way that the game, like, went from week one to the last week of the season, how everyone in the league kind of started playing, quarterbacks understanding how to move the ball better, defenses understanding how to stop guys and grab flags, things like that. I thought that they just looked the best defensively. So I know uh, the Cowboys won, and they were definitely the preseason favorites, and they were the one seed, and they, they did win. But I, I, I'm not going to look back on this and say it was predictable because I did think it was very, uh, very, very competitive this year. So with that being said, let's actually uh, dive into what happened in the game. Let's start from the very let's, let's start from the very first uh, first ten minutes of the game. Uh, it started off. Who got the ball first? Was it? I got the ball first. You got the ball first. And he went three and out. Went three and out. They yeah. got the ball. Went three and out. So and neither team moved the ball point, to start the game. At that point, I thought, wow, okay, we got to stop after we just completely falter on offense. I'm like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna move the ball here. Um, they punted poorly. We had the ball to 15, I think. Three plays, we were inside the 10, and then uh, the Liam Knowles pick six. And that, so was, Le- a, that was a big that was a big. Liam Knowles pick six was the first score of the game. Yes. So, shout-outs to Liam. That's a huge play in the championship. Uh, I think at, at that point, that uh, were you feeling like if Kurtzman gets in the end zone here, the Browns are, are going to be you know in, in big-time control of this game with the momentum. They just got to stop, and now they're going to score. Yeah, even after the interception, I, I thought that that wasn't a, a game decider. I thought that, you know, the Browns were going to come down and score. I knew it was going to be a tough, you know, close game yeah. the whole game. So, yeah. I mean, never once did I think that one team was going to run away with it. So, after the interception, 
Um, after the interception, we came right back down four plays and we scored. So I felt like who we scored were, the touchdown on that one? I was a rusher touchdown to the right. Yes. Okay. Um, they came right back down and Sobes ended another drive with a rushing touchdown of his own. So their offense finally found a little momentum because that was their first time on offense in like probably like six, seven minutes at that point because we had two drives and they had the pick six in the middle. Uh, and then we came right back and scored again. So it, I liked how it was going back and it forth. Was. So it was. You guys started slow, both teams three and out, and then it picked up immediately. Yeah. Uh, I think another big play in the game was right after we scored with like 50 seconds left, they came down and Sobes had a long rushing touchdown, and that was deflating because we said we needed to get a stop there because they were going to get the ball to come out of the yeah. half, and if we go down two scores, we might be done. Yeah. And that was kind of deflating. Um, and Sobes, and, you know, I, I kept saying, especially on the, the broadcast that me and Morg did, I was looking for both of you guys to make plays with your feet. I really thought it was going to come down to who makes plays with their feet. Uh, that rushing touchdown, like you said, could have been uh, the game decided. That, that could be the difference in the game at the end of the day. Uh, like you said, they got the ball at half two. Did they score coming out of the half? No, they didn't I, score. I got right? the interception yes. on the deep ball. So then I thought, all right, we're only down right, six. Yeah, right we got the stop we needed, and now we're gonna come back down and score. And they got the huge stop on on third down. I overthrew Lorenzo. That was to probably me, one to, of the bigger. To plays me, of the that game. was one of the bigger plays of the game because it was such a weird play. Like it was very like I feel like you're. I'm not saying that you you uh, how much I say this like felt disrespected by the defense, but like I, you kind of looked like uncomfortable back there when it was no rush at all. You were standing there for like five seconds, really. You were literally just standing there. You looked a little like uncomfortable, like you were just standing there. And then Lorenzo leaks out. He's kind of wide open. And I had to put it over. Yeah, but the, Rich Ritter was standing right in front of him. I had to put it over him. I thought you like, make that throw ninety nine out of hundred times. Honestly, yeah, you honestly. really have. The, you really have, you were making that throw the whole game, but like not in the end zone, but towards mm-hmm. other parts of the field and the entire season. But uh, you overthrow him, and I was like, first off, that's Kershaw makes that throw ninety nine out of hundred times. Second, I feel like you could have just walked in the end zone. So you could have just no one, no one was there. You could have just went. That's why I can't wait to see the film because I want to see. I think you could have just went. In yeah. my opinion, that's it. Felt like the play was was an hour long. That's mm-hmm. what it felt like to me. I was like, it was what's going play. on? And you looked. I don't know if anyone else that was watching the game felt this way too. Kersman, it just looked a little weird that play. It just it, something was like off on it. I can't. I put think my, maybe just because they didn't rush, and usually I'm ex- I'm getting the snap. I'm looking at the receivers, and then immediately I'm making a move one way or the other. I think maybe it just threw me off a little bit. But nonetheless, we still, had, yeah. we still had another play after yeah. that, and they stopped me again. So kudos to them. No, they huge got... stop. The Cowboys defense, is, Cowboys defense is really the MVP of their playoffs because their defense, like we said, was a complete 180 from what it was at it was midway. A mark midway into yeah, the it, was, it was a question mark coming into the playoffs, and their defense really locked up and, and made yeah. big plays. So right after that goal line stand, uh, I believe the Cowboys got the ball. They went down the field, and they scored, right? Yeah, uh, long drive, 48 yards. I think I got stopped at the two, so it was like a 48-yard drive. Capped off, Rich Ritter, touchdown, six yards. Uh, 25-13, huge swing in the game. What, 12-point swing, I yeah, guess? Yeah, yeah. big swing in the game. Um, and then when I get the ball back, I get safety by Prem. Yeah. And that was also a big thing that they made a good adjustment on, I thought, was moving Prem, who was a lot faster, to the – Defensive line. Shout out to Prem. Yeah. Big shout out to Prem. He put pressure on you the, yeah, basically no. the entire day. Shout out to Prem Patel. Came up and uh, and really cooked up on the championship. Yeah, he he was well, a beast. He, he disappeared for about half the season, but hey, I don't he, know. He was a beast. Made, he made it. Yo, Prem Patel's draft stock went up. Oh, if he I, comes back in the next league, his draft. Stock, I said I, before this summer, I thought he was gonna be higher draft pick. Oh, he I, late. I, I'm saying I'm, I'm saying I guarantee you now that people are, know he'll be a higher pick. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, so we get safety and they get the ball back. So I'm thinking, oh, if they get, they score, it's over. Um, we end up actually getting the stop. Matt Hughes sack. We, they punt back to us. We come down the field. We score on a fourth down to Zach Sheree. Yeah. Onside kick. No good. They get the ball and then and then that's Sobes when, and then uh, Sobes makes the most questionable throw of the year. I heard you were that. I heard you were congratulating Bonehead. the Cowboys on the podcast. I was I I was literally congratulating the uh, Cowboys when they got the ball back. I was like, there's a minute thirty left. They got one timeout. They can kneel the ball three times in a row and the game's over and that's it. They literally could have kneeled it. And Sobes rolls out. From what Augie told me, the plan was just to take a kneel. Sobes under he understood he was going to take the sack. And then out of nowhere, he just throws it, crosses his body, across the field, and pit picks him off. And uh, Austin grabs uh, Joey down at the uh, like the five, yeah, at the five. Yeah. And then you guys end up going in. Yeah, you score. And that was a crazy part of the game because it should have never got to that. No. Obviously, Sobes knows that. But yeah, we were well, down yes. eight. They had the ball. We only had one timeout left. They should have 100 percent just knelt the ball. Zach Sheray scores. Zach Sheray scores. Then, <laughs> right, before we get to that. I've been saying all oh, year to oh, tell every yes, team, yes. always play to the final whistle. Augie took play his gloves off and gave me like a good game. And I said, no, I want them to snap the yeah. ball. And that's what happened. How many games where no, it was inside did, a touchdown and teams conceded? I'm going, why are you doing that? Make play them to snap. Final, yeah, make them snap. You could have a fumble. You could have a bonehead play like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been playing this game for so long and seen so much that I know that that shit happens. Yeah. Play yeah. it out. And and it I'm glad I agree. No, I agree. It happened on the biggest stage. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, yeah, so Pitt picks him off. We score. Zach, another touchdown. Um, and then, and then he, he gets, gets called for Zach, a Zach, unsportsmanlike conduct yes. for what they said was throwing the ball at Joe Ivanek. Brings you back to the 20-yard line to go for two. Yeah. And then you make easily the play of the season. Yeah. Uh, scramble out. Nice little pump fake at the end. I forget who you pump fake. Oh, you pump fake Augie? Pump fake Augie, little sidestep. Threw it to Joey in the end zone, and Joey goes up over two or three guys. Yeah. Uh, grabs it for the two-point conversion. Crazy play. Ryan Mork had an awesome call. Uh, if you guys want to listen to that, it's around the 57-minute to an yeah. hour mark on the last one. That's uh, the last podcast I was posted. It was not the last podcast. It just the says last, championship. The last post. Yeah, the last post on the account. Um, but anyways, crazy play. And then they get the ball back, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, so they get the ball back. They get the ball back, and... Uh, it, you know what it felt like to me? And I know, like, whoa, why does TJ always relate everything to basketball? But this is like an actual, this is like a Well, good, then I threw up. This is a good, this is a good, yeah, you did throw up. And I, I was on the say, I was saying that Kurtzman was vomiting over the uh, late game execution of, the, of Cowboys. the Cowboys rather than fatigue. But uh, I'm going to compare that moment to J.R. Smith in game one of the Cavs versus the Warriors in LeBron's last season in Cleveland. When yeah. LeBron has 51 points, they go for, uh, they, J.R. Smith gets the rebound, and he, he runs out with it rather than just getting the layup and winning the game. And then the Cavs were completely defeated. They went into overtime. They did nothing. LeBron didn't even score in the overtime, right? That could have easily been the Cowboys. They could have been defeated. How did we just blow this championship? Sobes could have came out and threw another pick and lost the game in regulation or something like that. But instead, complete opposite, 100% composure, Comes literally right down the field, no resistance from the Browns defense, and and uh, Augie has a few catches on that final drive, and uh, yeah. uh, Liam Knowles catches the game winner. He had a great game as well. Rich Ritter, I know you said before, had a great game. Uh, I, that was a real. I feel like it was like I feel like that was the easiest scoring drive of their game. Honestly, I thought it was very predictable the way they were coming out with their offense in that final drive. 
Or I would have dropped my opposite, uh, the DN opposite Augie, I would have dropped him on every single pass play because yeah. he was just coming underneath. Yeah. They, they blocked that passing lane that takes away that option. Uh, we I, didn't adjust well. No. No, we didn't. I just, I felt like they, they marched right down the field, and that's not, I'm not like saying, oh, the Browns suck. <laughs> I'm saying they just had a really good drive. I, I they think, executed. Yeah, I think one thing I would do if I can go back is I would have called a timeout to try to get myself back on the field. Yeah. That's one thing I wish if I had, there was, there was so much going on in my head at that moment. It was so hot out. Um, I just, I didn't think we, I forgot we had a timeout. I would have called one just to try to get back on the field. I tried getting back on the field on defense. It didn't really work. So, yeah. uh. Yeah, and then we tried to. We almost. We I threw what I thought was gonna reach the end zone. Didn't reach the end zone to Zach, and he caught it, <laughs> but he was short. So yeah, you didn't have game. you didn't have the energy at the end of the I, game. I had no energy. It's alright, but uh, honestly, crazy, crazy, crazy ending to the game. Probably the best game of the year was in the championship, like dead ass. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I told so. Preston after the game, I was proud of him. I, I thought yeah, he, he played a great game. Uh, two best players on the field. Well. Not counting Joe Pitt, but as Augie and uh, and Kurtzman, the commissioners, they both played. Yeah, great. let's wait. Hold up, let's get into some stats here because some stats go crazy in this game. Go, give me the stat some line. Some stats may go crazy, so uh, I'll go like I'll go top performers and then I'll get everyone else. So right. Joe Pip was probably the highlighted stats, the most best stats of the game. Finished ten catches on eleven targets, one hundred thirty-one yards and a touchdown. Also had the key interception late in the game that gave us a chance to even win or even tie it up. Joe Pip, if there was an MVP of the playoffs, I'm giving it to Joey. Yeah, Joey made plays this playoffs. Dope Walker Award. Um, Augie finished nine catches on 11 targets for 82 yards. He was killing our defense all day in the yes. short game for sure. Uh, I finished 19-29, 260 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Also had an interception on defense. Mm. Uh, Soaps finished 19 and 26, 170 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions, uh, three rushes, also had two rushing touchdowns, what we talked about before. Um, other people that scored, Zach Shrey had three catches, 70 yards, Liam Knowles had a huge game, three catches, 35 yards, a touchdown, also had a pick six, the touchdown being the game winner. Driving act, three pass breakups, Austin had a sack, Prem had the safety, Rich Ritter scored on a touchdown, three catches for 27 yards. Uh, on my team, Villano, two sacks. Matt Hughes had a sack and a pass breakup. And then that's really it. Antonio had two big catches. But I thought overall everyone played well in this game. I thought everyone played the Everyone played great. I thought everyone really came to play. It was a yeah. phenomenal game. I told my team keep their heads high. Super competitive. Uh, I, w- I would hope, honestly, like a lot of these your teams, uh, I feel like you could draft kind of the same team. I would. I, I told them right after the game, I said if, if, there was a le- if, like, if there's a league in the fall – I would love to bring that exact team back in and play. That, yeah. Because I, I think I can win a championship with that team, 100%. Absolutely. Uh, they all bought in. I just wanted to apologize. Uh, there was an incident during the game where one of the parents were, you know, uh, getting on the referees, and I had turned around and I got into it with him. Uh, I, I found out it was Lorenzo's dad. I want to apologize to Lorenzo. Uh, I, I admire him as a player. I respect him as a person. Uh, I, I do apologize for if I got into it with his dad. The thing is, we, we stated there was a play. I think the first play was uh, when Kurtzman was got the safety. Yeah. And uh, Matt Marola made the call. We had decided during the year that everyone that's an official, that's including the yeah. clock keeper, had a say in, in, in the play, in officiating the play. Matt Marola called that play. I, I conferred with him. We, you know, we agreed because at that time, Kurtzman was running at me, and Marola was behind him, had a better view of the yeah, flagpole. For sure. So we called it. Uh, second play was, was the, the, the unsportsmanlike. Yeah. Now everyone says, how do you make that call in the championship game? It's easy. If you're calling it all year, I mean, we let you guys get away with a lot of trash talking. And I think it's funny. 
But the one thing Ed didn't let you do was, you know, throw a ball or, or taunt a player. I will say it was stated. Like it was stated and being called all year. And so. it didn't affect the game at the end no, of the day. It didn't, oh, it it what a great play by, by Kersman. Yeah. But, but after Zach scores, go back to the huddle and celebrate with your team. You know why everyone's going, oh, how could Ed make the call? No, no. How does, how does Zach, you know, be selfish like that? It's a big game. It's a big play. You have a chance to tie the game. Why push it back another 10 yards? Uh, you know what? Check your ego. Think about the situation. Think about the moment. That's what I'm You're saying. You're calling Zach straight out? I, and I told Zach, I said, talk a lot of shit during the game. So you're the funniest uh, shit talker in the league. Who's funnier, Mike or Zach? Mike or oh, Zach? My, Mike's great. Mike is great. But Zach, Zach will just keep going. <laughs> so <laughs> and I told him, I said, I think he's the best trash talker in the league. But at that point, you know what? Just don't do something that's going to cost your team. Yeah. And, and it almost did. Thank God Kurtzman bailed him out. Or Joey bailed Kurtzman out. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Double bail. I have no problem with that. Uh, and then, you know... It, what else is there to say about it? It was a really good game. The Cowboys played great. They were the best team. They won. Uh, Kersman, your team played great. Uh, I thought, honestly, your stats are better than I thought you played. Maybe it's because you... I felt like the Lorenzo miss was so big and the pick six. I felt like you had just two big... Throws, yeah, just it was just big yeah, plays that just didn't go our way. Yeah, a few big moments, but everyone played great. Uh, the season was really, really fun. Uh, is it, what, what, it, looking, looking back on it, is there anything that you would change about... Uh, the way the league went or the rules, anything like that? Is there any changes you think that, uh, that are going to be made? I know you probably haven't gave any thought to it, but just anything off the top of your head? Um, I'm going to look into fumble the fumbles going forward. Might uh, change something about that. Um, not really anything else that comes to mind right away. I just think that overall clarification of rules, I, I guess. How about quarterback has to call set before a snap? This way, we're clear. Yeah, on... yeah. Say that. That's explain that to Kurtzman because when you talk about it, it makes sense. But I don't think you talked about it with Kurtzman at all. Basically, you could have motion because everyone's an eligible receiver. If someone got up early, all he has to do is move lateral, and it's not a, it's not a false start. Yeah. I think if you come to if the quarterback comes to the line, and and calls set everything after set any motion after set is a penalty. But here's the thing: I know you go on a silent count a lot of times. Yeah. So then, what do you do about that? That's true. But well, uh, now if you have a silent count, then the linemen can't move as soon as they get down. I don't know. It's just something to think about. Yeah. Something. There's just something to think about. If anyone has anything out there that they're thinking about and could definitely improve it, feel free to hit Kurtzman or Augie up. Uh, definitely always looking to improve and stuff like that. But is there any? Uh, is there anything else? Is there any final words we have on the? Uh, on the season, really? No, I think I kind of we kind of did our sob stuff before the championship yeah, game yeah. of the podcast. Uh, just want to shout out everyone that helped me this year. You guys know who you are, and uh, I'm happy it was a big success because I think everyone had a good summer because of it. I think it was not the talk of the town, but like there was a lot of buzz around the league, yeah. and I loved it. Uh, it's only gonna get better from here, and uh, I'm gonna keep growing with you guys. Dad, anything? Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of a lot of play- all the players in the league. Uh, I enjoy getting up to go to the games. It's it's like Reliving my youth, getting up on a Sunday to go, you know, not play football, but watch football games. Uh, really loved it. Can't wait for the next season. Yeah. Uh, same here. It was really fun. I think it's it's going to be something really big for years to come. I truly believe that. I think Kurtzman's the right guy to handle everything. Uh, big shout out to Kurtzman for setting this shit up because no one else that we know could have done this shit. I swear to God. Kurtzman is the only person who could pull some shit like this off. 100% true. If if you're listening to this and you're still and you're here 20 minutes in on the 23rd episode of this shit, it's because you know why you you understand 
uh, what goes into this and how much work he puts into this shit. So shout out to Kersman, shout out to Augie for getting this shit going. Uh, shout out to everyone that played this year, all the parents that came, all the girlfriends, dogs, anyone that came to to support the league and show up. Everyone who diffused situations if anything got hot, uh, just appreciate everyone i hope to see everybody back in the fall for those who could play i know people are going to school next summer i hope to see the same attendance i hope there's a hundred percent uh return rate so i'm just i'm just excited for where this league's going and everyone who's listened to this absolutely you know i do this uh podcast i do the other podcasts as well a lot of you guys are now like on board with all the other things i'm doing even the one that i do with my girlfriend uh all you guys are dope i appreciate every single one one of you listening to this and as always if you're listening on SoundCloud, make sure you follow the page. If you're listening on Apple Muse, on Apple Podcasts, make sure you subscribe for free. Uh, write a review about the league. The, give me a, a year-end review if you want on the league. Give it a five-star rating. And we'll catch you guys pretty soon because the one-day tournament is coming up. We're going to do a podcast where we uh, break down the rosters, give predictions. If someone who is coming in the league that we don't know how they play, we'll invite them on to talk about their team, things like that. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you guys one day tournament. Peace.